Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. How's it going, PJ? It's good. We, we're good. We're good? We're good. I mean, okay. Is, is he going to have to hold that up the whole time? Well, I just want to be sure. But he doesn't look, his face doesn't have, none of those colors are on his face. I think this works. Let's go with it. What is this for again? We're going to digitally put someone else's face there. Well, that's not cool. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> Nolan North here, back in the basement, uh, alongside Drusephine J. Drusif. Drew, say hi to the nice people. Hi to the nice people. We still don't have to give him a camera. Yeah. You don't want to see what I'm looking at. No, <laughs> it's not pretty. It's still swollen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get to our topics and tangents of the week, because I love this story. <laughs> Cocaine, just, I love the title, Cocaine-Coated Cornflakes. It's uh, alliteration. Say that three times fast. Uh, no. Customs officials in Ohio say they intercepted a shipment of cereal earlier this month with special edition cocaine. U.S. Customs and Border Protection Office in Cincinnati, Ohio, reported 44 pounds of cocaine-coated cornflakes had been shipped from South America to a, uh, uh, to a home. Um, the discovery was made when a narcotics alert dog named Bico. It doesn't matter. Who cares what the dog's name is? Anyway... <laughs> Then now they're sneaking in the co cocaine on the cornflakes. Genius. Genius. I was under the impression that they were always coated in cocaine because I would eat cornflakes and, you know, lose my shit. And everyone's <laughs> like, what's the sugar? It's like, no. no. It's cocaine. I'd be running around going, they're great. And it's like, I'm a tiger. And just like, people are like, what's going on? Nose is bleeding. <laughs> just freaking out. My grandmother's running around going, what are you doing? I'm yeah. like, I'm going to, I need more cornflakes. Pimp my grandmother out. Rehab was tough. Yeah. $20. You want to sleep with my grandma? $20. $20. Give me five. They came in the little boxes. That's like the sampler side. The little boxes. The first one's free. Don't worry about it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Cocaine coated cornflakes. I mean, I, as if snorting it would, is too difficult. What you, you, know. what you do is is you you eat them. Yeah. And then when you get to the end, that bag, that's the dust. That's well, you know. And little kids walking into school going, "Hey, how you doing? Did you get your homework done?" I go, little bump. You know what I mean? A little bump before uh, you know uh, a library. Cor cornflake bump. A little cornflake. But like any cereal, the milk is the best part. So I wonder if like, you know, like after right. you have and you drink the milk, that's where like it's concentrated. That's concentrated. That's like, you yeah. know, drinking like peyote in the desert. <laughs> you drink the cornflakes milk on this cornflakes. And next thing you know, you're seeing dead relatives. And it, I can taste color. It's like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You don't, it's like sitting there. Don't you drink the milk. Got like a fucking shaman in the corner going, drink the milk. <laughs> We're lost right now. But I'll find us the way. Oh, crap. 
crashed. Okay. Uh, a beautiful, beautiful story. I just love it. Um, funny thing is, the story never told anybody what they did. Yeah. With the uh, those cornflakes, uh, but. I, I mean, I bet, I'm, there's, I'm I bet there's some there's some kids in Ohio that are just like, I'm gonna be in the Olympics. Uh, or, or the Border Patrol took it all home. Like, <laughs> exactly. We're gonna have some fun tonight, kids. Woo! Mars rover, a giant parachute contained a secret message. Don't know why. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> systems engineer Ian Clark, uh, who is a puzzles and crossword enthusiast, uh, enthusiast. Enthusiast? He's an enthusiast. Uh, used a binary code to spell out dare mighty things in the orange and white strips of the 70-foot parachute, 21 meters for you Europeans. He also included the GPS coordinates for a mission's headquarters at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California. I don't know why, because that's basically putting the target for the aliens. <laughs> like here's the coordinates. Uh, let's launch the laser there, and uh, that's why I'm going to move because Pasadena is pretty close, yeah. and I figure that Pasadena is just uh, crossword. And he's a crossword hobbyist. They're like, hey, uh, Doctor Clark, we talked to you for a second. Uh, National Security Advisor, um, you're going to have to come with us because you've alerted the aliens and the damn Ruskies. I don't know. They're not. They're I think they're allies. I think you can Google it. So. Uh, Came up with the idea two years ago. I uh, wanted an unusual pattern in the nylon fabric. Oh, that's interesting. No, this is actually interesting. They wanted they they wanted some type of an interesting pattern. So he was he was kind of assigned yeah. with this task. Yeah. So they could watch the descent and be able to kind of track it. And his idea was, he was like, you know, he, he had to get a little creative with it. Yeah. Um, this is this is like the this is a space nerd, super space nerd awesomeness like. I mean, it's it's just one of those things. It's like it the it didn't have a purpose. This, this I mean, the parachute obviously had a purpose. Yeah, the yeah. The ro slow the rover's descent before the jets uh, slow its descent even further, and it lowers the crane. But uh, because now, prior to to prior uh, launches, they didn't quite have like the high def cameras that were able to like take the photos. Of, right, right. And now we could see the the parachute in like some really crystal clear manner, and it's really cool. And then like somebody, some people were watching it and noticed that. That's an irregular pattern to have on a parachute that normally parachutes don't have that kind of right. uh, pattern. And they realized it was ones and zeros. So the way the pattern would work out, it would be ones and zeros. And that ended up uh, spelling out dare mighty things. Uh, I think that's interesting. Though. It's super cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, dare mighty things. Good tattoo. Be good tattoo. Yeah. You know Is that saying? like a lower back tattoo? Where do you think that goes? The tramp stamp? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why that was called a tramp stamp. It was like, <laughs> this gives you something to read. You know? <laughs> for 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 a little bit of time. Yeah. It's like, hey, does that say hi? That might be my face. I don't know. I've never filmed it. Uh, but I'll get back to you. Dare mighty things. What a uh, fantastic. Um, yeah. And an incredible fantastic message. Yeah. That's it. That's it for Topics and Tangents. Uh, Let's play a game. What, what are we playing today? today? Today, we're going to do something uh, interesting. We have a very special guest, as everybody knows. Uh, John DiMaggio, my good buddy, is going to be joining us today. So I wanted to play a game called The Shadow of Mordor, where I played the Black Hand of Sauron. It's very cool. Uh, uh, Troy Baker is Italian. Um, John DiMaggio played some guy, uh, uh, J.B. Blanc played another guy. Yep. And, and what I remember most about it is there's this one particular scene we're going to show you today, um, a cut scene uh, that 
Well, there's a little story behind it. Um, you don't want to miss that. But before, how about that? It's a good teaser, right? Yeah, I like that. That's a te- that's, called, that's called a teaser. Uh, and the only teaser better than that is, uh, is a girl named Deborah I met in college. She was a better teaser. God rest her soul. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, I didn't kill her. I didn't kill her, but um, she made the she made the list. That's all I'm saying. Um, I mean, you know, you take you take a young lady out to the Red Lobster when you're 20 years old and broke. You expect something more than a kiss. <laughs> good night. <laughs> That's tar- Those cheddar rolls are really good, though. <laughs> She got the damn broccoli soup, and I think she got had gas. <laughs> we got back to we got back to her apartment. We're just doing a little smooching there, and all of a sudden, I just like, ooh, smell. She's like, I'm sorry. She goes, that's my dog. And she's like, yeah. you know, Billy, Billy, get out from under the couch. <laughs> and we make out a little bit more, and another little, oh, and I'm like, oh, she, she goes, oh, that's the dog. Billy, get out from under the couch. And, little more kissing and hugging, and I'm just trying to, I'm like, oh, she's like, Billy, get out. I said, Billy, get out from under there before she shits on you. <laughs> you, got, you got Paul going. See, that's a joke. I know, I got, I like Paul. <laughs> See, that's called repurposing a joke to make it sound like it actually happened to you. That's one to grow on. We'll see you next week. Uh, John DiMaggio is coming up. Uh, one of my favorite stories uh, from my career uh, with John on Shadow of Mordor is coming up. Let's do it. Hey, everybody, it's John DiMaggio here in the flesh, sort of Zoom mic. Hey, look at him there. Oh, I like that hat. Look at that. Hey, thanks so much. I hey, how much it. for a ride to the airport? Uh, you know, $55. Uh, All right. I'll wear a mask. That's about it. That's it. We're going to have to stop for gas. I'll wear a mask and the hat and nothing else. That's And nothing else. No, no. Nothing. nothing. Just a G-string backwards and we're in how are you man how you doing we haven't uh, talked in a I'm while good. the pandemic man, yeah, uh, no, it, uh, you okay? i'm good uh you know considering the fact that you know we're living through this weird time but um i'm good man I, you know tr- trudging along and and, and working uh, I lucky know. to me working you know what i mean so it's it's, it's pretty cool uh i yeah. uh <clears throat> i'm figuring out how to see i was saying before how i have my Ooh, look at that. See, I got a lot of, sw- I got my swag out, yo. Look at the bender in the back. <laughs> that's that. how I'm going to, yeah. Uh, it's but be- I got like, you know, ooh, look at that. That's some, that's some Adventure that, Time stuff. That's but, some Adventure no, like, Time art? I just been, yeah. Oh, that's Adventure Time. It's Adventure wow. Time. But it, but it's been fun, like, just working from home, actually. I thought it was going to be worse. And yeah, I know. it turns out that, like, I'm actually... I'm actually proficient enough to get things done here. So it's uh, pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I think you and I have uh, one thing uh, in common with that because we absolutely, we have wives that we actually adore. And if you have to work from home and you're around that person all the time, you know, so I, I, I were actually, I I actually kind of uh, redid a closet and people think it looks like a coffin because it's just like literally, I just sit in there with the, you know, I tell people a good mic, a compressor, and a laptop, and I start my Zoom sessions like this. Like, <laughs> we can't record during the day. Oh, oh my God! But, no, but, it's, but, it's, but it's great. My wife will just look at me. She goes, uh, "What are you doing today?" I said, uh, "I got to do this, this, and this." And she's like, "Okay, well, go to the closet. Don't come out till you made some money." And, yeah. and it's like, and it's and it's really been a. Uh, we've talked about this a lot on the show. It's been a godsend that 
were able to work uh, during such a time when it's been hard for people to do that. So thank God for yeah. our profession. But um, yeah, I've, I've actually, I was telling you before, I've been keeping up with you and your lovely wife uh, via yeah. uh, your Instagram posts and everything, and having these beautiful meals down in Palm Springs and enjoying, I, the, you know, enjoying this the as much as you just, can. Yeah, you just got to, the desert is where it's at. I, I just, uh, I love it out there. Ah, it's just such a, it's just so weird. It's, I mean, like, and I was, I was recording in the, in the, in the walk-in, uh, walk-in closet in Palm Springs. Like, yeah. I'm recording there, too. Like, it's just, it's weird. I don't know, this whole thing, like, there's going to be changes. Like, I'm never going to walk through an airport without a mask ever again. Like, that's... Well, do you remember back when, I mean, I, the, I, and I'm not a... I'm not a racist, I guess, or anything, but I remember walking through the airport and there'd be people coming off planes from Tokyo with masks. I'm like, what is with these people? I know, oh, I come know. on. No, and now I'm like, I'm you are way ahead now of your time, folks. And I apologize yeah. for my ignorance at the time yeah. because I don't think I, I mean, short flights, it's like sip back on. Yeah. yeah. No, oh. I can't. It's too much. And then, <clears throat> then we think about these conventions. I know. I mean, holy shit. I'm never going to San Diego again. <laughs> yeah, you're <tough>. yeah. <laughs> without going to that fucking town again. Even without the convention. Fuck that Oh, place. my God. No, but it's like, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, San Diego. <laughs> San Diego. Means whale's vagina. For Republicans. Oh, <laughs> oh. daddy. Oh, don't do that, no. Daddy. We're not political. That's not a good joke for everybody because there's nice Republicans. Too. Erase, so erase. Don't say that. Erase. But San Diego's full of assholes. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's true. But they're tanned. They're tanned assholes. <clears throat> mm-hmm. no, and most I of them can surf. You ever? Did I ever tell you the one time I almost got into a fight with ten Marines? Um, oh. uh, I would remember. No. <laughs> tell me about. And I'm going to tell you about the time I got into a fight with two Marines. All right. There you go. These, these guys were coming back from Iraq. They were there for a wedding. They were raising hell. They were being real assholes. I was there for, for like with Futurama, like a bunch of Fox people. And like I'm hanging out. And it's when my hair was like really long. And I had a I had a like a do-rag in it. Like, I remember. Like, and I'm just hanging out and and these guys are just being assholes and they're getting thrown out of the bar. And as they're going by, the one I mean, this. I mean, they were. I mean, and they just came back from like, from Iraq, and they were going back to Iraq. They had. They were on leave for this. Man, these guys walked by. I was like, yeah, I remember when I had my first beer. Just, I st I started it, but they were being awful. They were being racist to the to the to the staff. <laughs> they were being terrible. They were sloppy drunks. They were assholes. And you actually said I. I remember when I had my first beer and they hit you? I mean, oh, no. He turns around. He, all of a sudden, boop. They're all like, what? You know, they're either going to fuck or fight. You know, he's got, you know what I mean? Like, and, they, and there was nobody fucking, so they were ready to fight, you know? They probably would, after coming around. back from Iraq, they probably would have preferred to fuck, but Oh, yeah. No, I know. But they'll take a fight anyway. And, and, and so this guy, this guy turns and says, what the fuck you say to me? I was like, I remember when I had my first beer. <laughs> fucking ten guys, whoop, you know, stand up, you know, they're standing up. Whoop, what the fuck? Yeah, and they're like telling me they think I'm a townie. They're like, we're, we're fucking, 
We'll get you. Uh, we'll get you in town. We'll see you in town. And they're talking shit, and they're like, "We'll kick your fucking ass." I said, "Well, go ahead. Do it right here. See what happens. Go ahead." And I stood up to like a long-haired fucking giant hippie just went, "Go ahead. What do you got? I'm ready right now. Let's go." And they were just, and they all looked at me like I was fucking nuts. And they realized they had met their match in Psycho in one large, like larger than all of them. And they were like, all right, let's, and they left, talk, still talking shit, leaving. Well, I went to, you know, somebody had threatened me, like they threatened my life too. And so we told the fucking staff on the, on the hotel, cut to, cut to the next day, a bunch of them got like, <laughs> their superior officers were there and they all got in trouble. They all got fucking banned from drinking at the establishment. They all had to leave. If they wanted a drink, they, they had to leave to go to another place. Oh, shit. Uh, we, I fucked these guys over so bad because, you know, just don't, don't fuck with the crazy guy from Jersey. Yeah, no. Mm. <laughs> but anyway, that's why San Diego can suck a big fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's not Sorry. a trombone, kids. No, that's it's not, not a trombone. That's a that's a trombone. That is a, that is the dumbest, most incriminating evidence. Oh, um, what? <clears throat> I was a, I was in North Carolina in college, and we were playing pool with these two guys uh, who were up from, uh, I think it's uh, Camp Lejeune in North Carolina. And they're in a college town looking around, and they're getting hammered. And the guy, I, I'm just, you know, was playing against them, and these guys came away, you guys want to play? And I said, yeah, we'll team up. And I didn't even know this guy. I'm just talking to this one Marine. They, he's cool. And I'm like, yeah, my cousin was a Marine, you know. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's really cool. And they're all getting hammered, and we're all getting hammered. And uh, But, you know, the, this one Marine and I, we've been talking this whole time, and I'm just standing there, and, and, and these other two, all of a sudden, go to get beers, and the other two are kind of start arguing. And I went and gone to bed and get a beer. I came back, and I gave this guy a beer, and he goes, and I gave him the beer, and, and he's just staring at me. And I go, here, man. I said, what's going on? And, and I said, and I looked at them, and, they got, and they're like pushing, and I turn, and I go, what's going on? He had set his beer down, and he's swinging the pool cue at me. And I swear, I ducked. It kind of glanced off my head, and I took mine one hand, just instinctively, and went, whoom! And it hit him right in the throat. And he went, oh, oh, and down. And I just went like this. I went, uh, and then I ran out the back door because he's dropping, grasping his neck. And I'm like, I, I think I just killed somebody. As I'm running out, the bartenders are jumping over the bars to stop the fight over there. And I go out the back door and I just kind of did that fast walk. Like, I'm not, not incriminating. You know, like, like you know, when you, when you walk, it's, it's kind of opposite arms. I was kind of going, <laughs> just, just. And I and I, I I literally and then like in, on darker parts of campus I started running and then I yeah you know by the lights oh, and God. and I got back and I waited for something to happen all night and and Fucking literally <laughs> the, now, and I but I just didn't say anything, and it hit my head and I'm like ah and I just went like that and, went, ah, and he and he just dropped the climbing and, ah, ah, and he goes down to the ground they're fighting people are breaking up the fight on the other side of the table and I just ran out the back never and and I remember. <laughs> Look at yeah, this is like before internet and cameras and all that shit. And I'm like, in the, I'm going to the papers, going, did a marine die here? Did a marine die? Please tell me no one died. I watch. I'm not kidding. I looked for a week. I was going to go to hospitals to see if some because I, I've never, I've never, you know, you see that in movies. It was a lucky shot. I just, I just, I, he just, ha! and he's like, he just went, ah, ha! 
and he dropped to his knees and ah, and I just and I just ran. I wish I could say I stood up and I went, well, "Let's do it right now." I was just no. like, "Oh shit, I've killed somebody!" <laughs> I fucking ran. Well, what a dick, man! You were like, "Hey, what's going on? What happened?" Like, he was a buddy. We're talking about my cousins, who was a lieutenant colonel in the Marine Corps, high oh up. I used God. to go to on my way to from from New England down to uh, uh, Chapel Hill. I would stop in D.C. with my uncle who was a Marine. His two sons were Marines. His, one of his sons actually was, uh, flew Marine One, the helicopter that took, oh, uh, that takes the president from getting off Air Force One to go to the White House. Right, he, right, uh, right. Under Clinton's presidency. He was the pilot. Wow. And I'm, we're talking to him, buddy. And I gave, I hand him a beer. I bought him a go, bro. And he's just kind of looking at me. Didn't say thanks. And I look over and these guys are kind of jumping. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, that is funny. Hey, what's going on? And he had put the He's gonna attack me. I'm like, what the? F I was, I just bought you a beer. I had nothing to that do with this, make but it's any like, sense. but no, but it's like, it's like, he must be your friend, and we're, it's going, it's on. And I'm like, oorah. I'm like, F this. Yeah, no, that's crazy. It was, it was nuts. It was not. Speaking of surprise attacks, Shadow of Mordor. Oh. And yeah. the opening of Shadow of Mordor is, uh, it's very cinematic. It's a beautiful. Uh, where uh, our hero, Talion, and his family yeah. are murdered by mm -hmm. uh, what, what are, what are the, the captains of Sauron. Uh, the Tower of Sauron, played by J.B. Blanc. The Hammer of Sauron, which is our uh, you, John DiMaggio. And, of course, me, the Black Hand of Sauron, who's kind of like the... Has to come in and do the incantation in dark speech, in the black speech, and slices the throats of his son and his wife, and then ultimately Talion, our hero, and then just stands and looks to the heavens with his arms wide. He's laughing for a reason. This whole scene was mo-capped. It was uh, brilliantly choreographed and done, and I am trying to do this dark speech that we talked about before, about how I had to learn to actually say that because the fans will lose their shit if you say one syllable wrong. Well, during this mocap uh, scene, um, and and we'll go back and we'll show this. Uh, Stephanie, you can uh, our editor will show you. Just as at the right at the end of the scene when I I've killed them all and I spread my hands, dark elves come back to me. John, the hammer of Sauron, ran across the stage like jumped two three feet. And with the back of his three fingers, smacked me right in the dick. Now, if he had... Now, listen, I, I need to be... Now, you have to understand, the, the mocap suits are, are in such a way, kids, that um, you can tell what religion a man is. Yeah, um, they're tight. So, they're tight. Those, those outfits. And um, um, uh, my little German soldier uh, was just... He didn't hit my balls. If he hit my testicles, I would be on the ground, and he and I would, would not be talking right now because that's you don't do that to a dude. But he <laughs> he deftly, deftly, <laughs> he just rang the bell. He rang the tip. He and it smacked it, and it was like, and I remember just stopping it, and the everybody else, nobody laughed. But he started doing that, laughing, and I looked at him. It was then there literally was this. There was an instant of shock. And I look, everybody's going, oh, my God, John just did that. And I went, and I lost my shit laughing. I mean, the head of my, my pecker is throbbing like a cartoon. I'm holding it, and he, this infectious laugh that he has, I start oh laughing. God. 
And now everybody on set is looking at these oh. two maniacs oh. laughing after hurting each other. <laughs> and, and the only thing it confirmed to me is nobody else on the entire stage grew up in the East Coast. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh, you know, you, listen. We, if you don't shit on a guy, if you don't smack him, if you don't you know, I mean, put Ben Gay in his jock strap, you don't like him. You, you, you made this motion. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> you, 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 you spread your arms, and you, and your, your legs were slightly, ooh, slightly apart. <laughs> and you were just, you were just, and it was, and you said your line, and it was just like four, three, two. bang, <laughs> and it was like it. I couldn't. I, I don't know what I would have got I, if it happened today. I would have got fired for sexual fucking harassment. Not by or some me. Shit. <laughs> but again, oh my god, I would have got fired. HR would have been called. H, no, but it was it, it was one of the most shocking things that ever happened to me that I had no problem with. Like I was just like, <laughs> and it was, and I and I remember sitting there myself going, should I, I really can't? I'm, why am I not mad at all? Because it was the one of the because <laughs> it was one of the funniest things I've ever done, and I'm just thinking, you know, all day. I mean, you literally are wearing these things, and and it's like everybody's shit is just everybody's junk is right there, and it's like it's kind of hard to ignore, you know. And you're just kind of like, it's like, oh wow, good for him, and then ah oh, that guy, poor dude, you know. It's like, and it's just. I guess it's part oh. of me is just proud that it was it was big enough to see that well because <laughs> you're goddamn that and I it, mean and it just and it really boom, was and he looked at me he went ah he started laughing and I started laughing and everybody the director was horrified <laughs> he, and he was very serious he and he pulled me aside later he said um are are you okay I mean th- uh, this is this because uh, because this was very uncalled for I'm like no 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 don't no it's, he's my buddy we've known each other forever it was. And I think every time we've ever gotten to work together, it's been hysterical. I remember one of the first times we ever worked together uh, with Jack Fletcher on that movie. And oh, they put, God, yeah. They made the critical mistake of putting him, John, me, and Tom Kenny into a room together. It should have taken yeah. an hour. We were in there for four. Four. Laughing yeah, our asses off. Oh, my God. And, and um, sadly, uh, I'm going to blow the lid. I don't care. F*** this. Uh, we... <laughs> John was part of the Star Wars game that Amy Hennig was doing. That's right. And we had a lot of scenes together. And shit, we and we you know, were. I mean, I we wore just a cup. Although in that mo- that was a mocap job, and I started wearing a cup. Yeah. <laughs> I, I say he's going to get I, it again. A, see, that's the best part about that about f- flicking somebody's dome is that you <laughs> only have to do it once. <laughs> There's only one time. You're not going to fucking be like, gotcha again. Because then that's when you make a call to HR and you're like, wrap this up. John's got a problem with hitting people in the penis. Funny <laughs> <laughs> like, thing is, you know, funny thing is, I had a meeting. Don't do it once. I, I met a guy recently. He said, and he was like, "What?" I, he asked me what I was doing. He said, "Oh my god, I love animation and stuff. That's amazing." Do that. He said, "You know, my favorite. Do you know John DiMaggio?" I said, "Oh yeah, he punched me in the dick once." And, they, and he was like, "What?" <laughs> no, no. He, and the guy laughs. He goes, "No, no. You know, he's my hero and everything." I said, "Yeah, no. I'm being serious. He punched me in the dick." <laughs> And the guy goes, "Why would he do that?" I'm like, "You'd have to ask him." I said, "I have a very," I, I said, I actually said, "I have a very <clears throat> punchable penis." <laughs> and then when you the, look at it, you go, "Woo!" You look at it, you're like, "Woo!" You to the moon, I'm Alice. Teach you a yeah, and the urethra Jeez. sounds like Ralph Cran was like, "Hey there, Ralphie." <laughs> Gonna grab the end. You just open it up. <laughs> <laughs>
And it's a take uh-huh. a picture, Raffy. Um, wow. Wow. Well, hey, welcome to Dick Talk here on Retro. <laughs> yeah. Radio. I'm your host, it's Nolan Dick Talk. Uh, that's going to be our new uh, podcast John and I are doing called Nice. Dick that's, Talk. that's what we'll do. We'll Call talk all your, dicks. your favorite dick stories. Um, <laughs> listen, I'm going to let you go shortly, but um, you actually did, uh, did me a huge favor. Um, I went to your birthday uh, a couple years back, uh, and um, Jeff Ross is a good buddy yeah. of yours. And if you guys don't know, Jeff Ross is a, a comedian, brilliant comedian, does uh, the roasts, and uh, he's <clears throat> one of my favorite comedians. And he's there at John's birthday party. I'm like, I want, I, I want to meet Jeff Ross. I love Jeff Ross. And he was like the nicest dude. You guys have been friends forever, haven't you? Yeah, we were. Um, I mean, when I when I did stand up in New York, he was doing stand up. We we got a development deal, me and my old comedy partner, to do this show for MTV, and he was uh, and we wanted Jeff to be 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 the head writer, and he was and that was his first TV writing it. I gave Jeff Ross his first TV writing gig, really, <clears throat> which was kind of cool, and he has since repaid me in in being the fucking best. He's really a great guy. Um, but we're both Jersey guys, and you know, we just came up. We just came up in the city doing stand up together. Came and, up at the same time. And being on the road together, and and yeah, I mean, he remembers more about my act than I do for crying out loud. Because I mean, it's just weird. It's it's funny, but we go way back, and and we've kept in touch, and and he's been great, and <clears throat> I've done a couple of his things. That's great. Which is really cool. So it's been so- a, it's been a wonderful two way street. He's a good guy. Yeah, no, well, I, I just appreciate so. it because he was always been one of my favorite comedians, and I was just like, yeah, and I, yeah, I came him. up with a, I came up with a bunch of, bunch of wackos, bunch yeah. of, bunch of nuts. Yeah, it was a good night. Um, uh, what, what do you, what, what's going on now? What do you, what do you, I know you, uh, doing, doing enchant- uh, disenchanted, right? Yeah, disenchantment, disenchantment on Netflix, which is you know Matt, and Matt Groening's third, uh, third cartoon, and it's yep. uh. It's really a lot of fun. We're doing the uh, the fourth installment right now. We're finishing up the fourth installment. They just had the the third season. Uh, well, you of, can tell you, you know you're feel free to tell Matt about my punchable dick. I'd love to come do uh, yeah, season you know, five. Li- you know, listen. You know, I mean, I'll, shit. I'll pass that along. That's yeah. a good idea. Because yeah, it'd be nice. You never know. Four I mean, seasons in. Could... Four seasons in. You think of it. <laughs> what happened? Where did it all go wrong? <laughs> But it's, it's, you know, I'll, uh, no, but we've been doing that, and uh, I've been actually going to the studio to record that stuff, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. After, after in the beginning of the pandemic, uh, was doing it from home, and it was just kind of a, a disaster. But when you get to go to a studio that's doing all the COVID-19 protocols and all that stuff. That's nice. Dope. Like yours, like where you're at, you know? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But, but yeah, it's, it's. It's all good. It's really good. But yeah, but I'm I'm excited. I, I I'm excited about disenchantment. There's another couple of things. I mean, you know, Loud House is is on. I'm, I do a couple of characters on that show, and that's a that's a nice little hit for Nickelodeon. And yeah. And and I'm doing another show called Middlemost Post that should be coming out this year. I think. I I'm I'm hoping this year for Nickelodeon, and it and it's really really cool. I'm playing the. The postman of middlemost post, so it's it's a lot of it's a lot of fun, and it's just you know keeping busy with gigs and and still still doing on camera auditions, which is ridiculous but yep. fun, <clears throat> and you know just keeping out. busy. 
Yeah, it's I, actually. I, I, it's I actually lined up. Uh, I'm do, I'm doing the same thing. I'm I'm back in. My kids. Uh, I don't know if you know. So what? My my oldest is in college and he's moving out. Uh, with you know now that COVID's kind of settling down, he's going to move out. And the other one uh, got a deal at University of Washington to play football. So he's going to go up there and kick at uh, UW up in Washington. Oh my uh, God! Yeah. So he's got to do that. Oh, really? So he's out of there. So my, we're like empty nesters. And we're like, all right, take the clothes off. Lock the doors. Walking around naked in the house. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know, <laughs> we're going to do that. Um, it's all good, man. Yeah. We're having, it's, it's, uh, life is good. And, uh, I'm going to kind of go back to the, you know, like, it's fun. It's fun to audition, you know, doing the self tapes. It's all self tapes, but you're like, ah, oh, I got some stuff to work on. It's on camera. This is kind of cool. Let's do this. And then, then I got to go into my, my closet and do my little, you know, actually, actually make a living. So, yeah. So. You know, it's, I mean, I have a, this is, this is my box. It's got a, it's a sound box. Like, yeah, I got the mic in there. It's like you know, it's all the fucking stuff. I, I have uh, panels. You, you mean I could I, I could do that? I could just do I I could have just done a freaking box <clears throat> instead of a closet. It's funnier when yeah. you're in the closet. I'm in a, but it's yeah. it really is. I'm gonna send you a picture. You enjoy being in the closet. Yeah. One day you'll come out. I do. Don't. One day I'll come out. <laughs> you should. Just in there with my pictures of Travolta. <laughs> You should come out of the closet. Tom you should Cruise. be like me and feel free and be outside the box. I'd rather be in the box. Hey, we're getting dirty. <laughs> Let me ask you something right quick. Okay. You ever been in a fucking barn? <laughs> That's my favorite. Uh, I'm guy. gonna need I'm gonna need about I'm gonna need about three meet three about three, four yards of bailing wire, uh four D batteries. <laughs> Uh, an axe handle <laughs> and uh, seven quarts of honey. <laughs> I will see you in the barn. In the barn. Yeah. It's just like, what oh, are you doing with that axe shit. handle? Well, we're going to get sticky first. Then we're going to get it stickier. You know, what, you know what's funny? That whole barn thing. You and Graham McTavish are the two who like literally every time they see me, they go, barn. I, every time a text with Graham, like the last two things, like, all right, mate, have a good night. All right, good night, mate. Barn, barn. That's the response. That's, <laughs> that's hilarious. I don't know. I don't know. I, someday I'm going to do it. That, that's that's going to be my... Someday you're going to do what? I'm going to do my go, own go show. To a barn? So it's called oh. Barn. <laughs> called Barn. And it's just going to be just... Terrible. And you don't Terrible know what happened. And, and the thing is, is that people say, oh, that's not funny. It's like, yeah, no, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny because it could Sick. happen. Funny, <laughs> John DiMaggio, uh, buddy. Uh, I'm not going to take up any more of your day. Thank you. Uh, appreciate it. Um, come back on. We're going to be starting uh, like an actual. This is our little show, but we're actually going to be doing a podcast. Uh, I'm you know, down. Kind of with with you the headphones call, and stuff like that. Me. And then call so, on me. I'll, I'm. But I'm you ready. might. I might need you as kind of like the regular. I might like you need like a my Joey Diaz for Joe Rogan. I need somebody. Oh, okay. You know. I told, you know, listen, man, it was always cool when Batman, sh I mean, when Batgirl showed up on Batman, I'll be your Batgirl. That's fucking ridiculous. Is there any way you could be my Batman and I could be Batgirl? You want to be Batgirl? Sure. I kind of do. I like the outfit. That's better. all right. Whatever you want to do. I it's, want to it's be less of a, It's less of a restrictive mask. It's, hers is more of like a raccoon 
kind of thing. It's a little, the other cow thing is like, oh, my ears are yeah. sweating. Yeah, no. <laughs> I That's my Crazy. only problem with Batman. And I don't get, I, and by the way, Batman, just for, people are, DC fans are going to hate this, but <laughs> I don't get Batman because he's just a rich dude. He's kind of like the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey dude, but instead of fucking everybody, he's fucking up everybody. You know? Yeah, like, there you go. It's, it's a rich guy with toys. These go in people and these arrest people. Well, they both arrest people. They both, they both will people, put people in bond. They could be the same guy. <laughs> I didn't think. This I didn't... is a catapult. This is a sex wing. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> How did you? There's, there's the Joker. It's like, I don't mind being caught and tied up now. <laughs> Do what you will, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, the, the hands behind the knees is uh, just well. Well, what that is? That's that just, what really. Well, the the thing is, is the hands behind the knees. First of all, shows consent <laughs> and commitment. So, and and uh, hey, for you young bucks out there, consent and commitment is what you're looking for. If it's not in writing, take a picture of their hands behind their knees. Or if they're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> with their, with, hold on, caveat, with their own hands. Well, hey, listen, this has been a wonderful show. It's uh, probably our last show you'll ever see, everybody. Um, I'm not going to make the cut. <laughs> so, uh, hey, uh, until next time, uh, Kids out there, go punch a friend in the dick. And uh, John DiMaggio, right. great to see you. It's always great to see you, pal. I miss you, and uh, hopefully we can get together soon and 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 mask it up and 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 hang. Oh, I oh, miss okay. you, pal. Miss you too, buddy. I will see you soon. Thanks, everybody. John DiMaggio. Time for Retro Feud. Uh, today we have Lily Kay taking on Pyro, my nemesis who likes to count all my deaths in every game. Today I get to count yours. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to do something different today. Instead of the typical game we've played, a Retro Feud today is going to be something different, kind of based off the game Taboo, if you've ever played that, or Password Plus, which was back... For older people, which, which I don't know, Taboo took the name. What I'm going to do is I have a list of words here, and you're each going to get 30 seconds to guess as many words. I'm going to give clues, and as soon as you know it, we move to the next word. Pagan is going to be on the clock, 30 seconds on the clock, and this time we're actually going to have a real clock because otherwise <laughs> we go forever. But first things first, my favorite part, I'm going to pick a number between 1 and 20. Whoever is closest without going over will uh, have the choice to go first or second. So I'm thinking of a number between 1 and 20. Lily? Mm, 14. Pyro? 12. The number was 13. Pyro wins the choice. <laughs> Would you like to go first or second? I'll go second. Lily's first. Okay. Oh, God damn. <laughs> okay. Now, now you said you you was like oh, I don't think I, before we, before we came on you you said you don't think you're going to be good at this. I'm good at this. I know how to do this. So. Okay. Are you ready? No. Pagan. <laughs> I got it. We're going to start the clock. 
You ski on this. Uh, uh, ghost. Milk. Paper. <laughs> you ski on it. It's cold. It falls from the sky. It's white and flaky. Uh, snow. Go. Um, you wear this on your head. Uh, pyro's. Oh, hat. Woof, woof. Uh, woof. Dog. Dog. Uh, uh, you uh, put this in your, uh, in your mouth and it's tasty and you take it out and uh, you, uh, uh, if you if you lick this lick it to the center there's there's uh, chocolate lime. lime yes okay <laughs> I was not as good at that as I thought I would be a lollipop um, and don't ever let me say you stick this in your mouth and it tastes good it's tasty <laughs> Lily you got four correct uh, you got four in the thirty seconds. Um, uh, Pyro, you get the gist, and um, I got you. Are you ready? Ready as I'm gonna be. Pagan, start the clock. You uh, climb these up and climb these down. Stairs. Um, these are the white things in your your face in your mouth. Teeth. Um, uh, this is a man uh, who has people in a basement in Maine. Richard McGonagall. Um, you get in this to uh, fly to another place. Aurora Borealis, a plane, a spaceship. Uh, you got an airplane. Uh, you eat this midday. This is the meal midday. Whatever I can get my hands on. Time? <laughs> Time. No, the answer was lunch. And wouldn't you, damn it, wouldn't you know it? They're tied. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, damn. One oh, thing damn. I was wondering, I was looking at it like, what happens if we tie? Okay. This is going to be a beautiful tiebreaker. Okay. Oh, no. We're going to a tiebreaker. So I'm going to give the clue. And the first person to answer, Pagan, uh, you be the bad guy. Or we'll let Drew be the bad guy if you can hear who says it first. You don't want to do this to Pagan. She's too sweet. You're the bad guy. Drew will be the one to answer. All right. I'm going to give the clue very quickly. And you are going to be able to. So whoever answers this first will win. Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. Your mother. There you go. Hey! Pyro oh my God. jumped in. Pyro. <laughs> uh, Pyro with the win on, uh, I mean, I, I mean this is cool. We went to that a sudden death. sudden death. Sudden death win. Pyro, congratulations. You win a, uh, you, a an official box of nothing. Uh, we'll ship that out. I will cherish it forever. Uh, uh, absolutely. <laughs> um Lily, uh, thank you for joining us. You came up a little short, but you, but you did great. I mean, it, you oh. went into overtime, sudden death, and you thought you were going to be, you know. Um, I, yeah. I claimed another death. That's one for my death counter. That, yeah, no, that's yours. That's yours. <laughs> sudden death. You, of course, Pyro gets wins in sudden death. Of course. You know what? This just worked out so well, and uh, I wasn't sure I was going to like this game, and I like it. I, I th- we're gonna have to put <laughs> this in the rotation. Yeah, I because I, it's, it's a lot of responsibility on me, and it I is. don't like that. I know. Yeah. Um, it's like the whole show. <laughs> exactly, guys. We love you. We thank you. Brilliant. Keep up with the art. Uh, keep up with the counting deaths and figure out your internet. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time on the few. Thanks for joining us. All right, photos up on the bar. Uh, first up, Slowpunk, Christian K, uh, Nate York, Nate B. I don't know why you're not Nate Y, but Nate York, we're just going with it. Uh, he's rocking the uh, retro replay 
hoodie. Thank you for that, my man. And oh, the lovelies, Scaldi Panda, Emily B, pictured with J9, Janine. Uh, I just, I love that, by the way, J9. I, I, I wish, like, I, I should do my name with N0LAN. That doesn't work. There they are, photos on the bar. Thank you, guys. Welcome to, uh, welcome to Retro Replay here on the set. Uh, member shout outs at the get good level on Dawn, Erica, uh, Claire J, and Kendwick03, that's Kendra W. At the Drew's Filthy Soup level, Alex Hutchinson, pronounced Alec, so I'm going to say Alec Hutchinson. Um, and Talica27, that's Erica H. And of course, at the Outer Beast level, Cassandra Wynn, Connor Lagan, or Lagan, I, I, every time, I'm never going to not get that right. And Cameron Fernandez. Uh, this is this week's member shout out just for you. Uh, I don't know what, what was that? It's a shout out. I try to make it a little different. And you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, been another fun, funny day. I was successful, uh, here in, uh, the, the, uh, in Mordor. Um, Somewhat. I mean, there's a there's there's a lot more game, but but just, just why would you just not let me have that? Just let me have that sorry. little moment. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you're right. Dimaggio was funny as hell. Uh, we learned a lot. Did <laughs> I think we learned a lot? Learn, learn. Uh, and I think if we walk away with anything, remember consent, commitment. <laughs> Love you all. See you next time. <laughs>